You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Tracy, we are so excited for our upcoming live event in Indianapolis with Tragedy of Cinema and Middle Aged and Creeped Out. Yes, we're looking forward to seeing all of you. I'm Todd. I'm Nate. And I'm Sean. And we are Middle Aged and Creeped Out. We are looking forward to sharing some creepy stories with all of our hometown listeners. I'm Jimbo with the Tragedy of Cinema. And I'm Kyle, also with Tragedy of Cinema. Indy is also our hometown, and we have the perfect horror movie to break down for you guys. Come out and see us on Saturday, July 16th at the VFW on South Lockburn and help veterans at the same time. All three shows are clean, so this is a family-friendly event. Tickets are just $20. Seating is limited, so get your tickets now at hillbillyhorrorstories.com. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1197 of Shorts. Hey everybody. So we'll start next week off with 1200. Yeah. We'll get right to the end this week with 1199. How about that? That sounds good. Uh, I got a frog in my throat. <clears throat> hello, hello, hello. Yeah, it doesn't sound any better. Hello. <laughs> Three stages? <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, this is super creepy and disturbing things that people have seen from their windows. Yikes. You ready? I already feel creepiness all over that. This one's called the most ineffective screen door ever. (laughs) It says, (laughs) I was up late like around 11 p.m. because my two-year-old had a high fever. I was holding her in my lap as she slept while I was sitting downstairs on the couch. I was watching TV, but wasn't really paying attention when something moved out of the corner of my eye. Across the couch are two double doors with floor-to-ceiling windows. The shades were open, and I could see out of the back deck. Well, something was hanging off the screen door that opened outwards towards the deck. It was swinging back and forth and staring at me the whole time. It looked like the black shape of a man, but the head was scrunched down like it was fused with its shoulders or something. No, not a (laughs) no-necker. I couldn't really see a face, but it seemed like it was grinning at me. I just sat there frozen in fear and watched this thing swing back and forth, back and forth. I finally got up the courage to gather my daughter in my arms and sprint away from the family room up the stairs to my room where I called my parents. They didn't live far, and my dad came over with a shotgun and walked around the perimeter of the house. He didn't find anything, not even footprints. I know what I saw, I was wide awake. But nobody wants to believe me. I still get freaked out when I lay on the couch late at night, so I always close the blinds and lock the door. I do not blame her one bit. That's freaky. It is freaky. This one says, what not to do if you arrive late for dinner? So, there was one night I was sitting in my living room. It was around 1 a.m. Just watching TV and playing on my phone and so on. From the couch in my living room, I could see through the dining room and out into the back garden. These people are all seen out onto the deck and out into the back garden. I'm watching TV and I notice a slight flicker of movement out of the corner of my eye. So, I quickly focus my attention on the dining room. 
That's when I see some guy just standing in my dining room window staring at me. I freaking boat upstairs faster than I've ever moved in my life and grab a metal bar that I happen to have upstairs. I think it was off of a set of dumbbells. I wait for what feels like an eternity and then decide to go into the front bedroom, opposite side of the house where I saw Mr. Spooky. And I peek out the window to see him casually strolling down the street. Needless to say, I didn't sleep that night. So was it... A ghost, or was it a real person? No, it person? was a man. It was a oh, man it was, was a real just, person. It was just a man staring in her window. See? Mm-mm. And then when she finally looked out the window, he, I guess, left and was walking down the street. Oh, my gosh. That's why I wanted blinds on our back doors, because anybody could see in there. But our back door, the only thing they're going to see is the other side of the um, dining room. Because it doesn't sh- go into our living room. It's not a straight shot or anything. Well, I know, but you know I always wear around in my underwear. You do I'm... not. Jerry Polly, how many times a day do you tell me to put my britches on? <laughs> I ain't trying to traumatize somebody. Well, that's what they get for trying to peep. Well, that's what true. Maybe, I, maybe it would work. Maybe I should do that all the time. It'll keep everybody away. Here's a short one. It says, I was about seven years old when I was in my bedroom. I was changing from my pajamas to my clothes for school. I was half naked when I looked out the window. My window looks out into the backyard, and and in the backyard across from mine was a middle-aged man, sitting in a lawn chair with something that looked like binoculars staring intently into my window. This was a female, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. The little, the little girl? Yeah. Because I don't think I mentioned her. Perv. No. Absolutely. One more. When I was 10, we moved into a house that was built in the 1940s. We lived there for five years. Loved that house after my mom renovated it. But she didn't renovate the basement nor the sunroom. Left each of them original and both creeped me out. They just didn't feel right. So I avoided both of them. Until I started seventh grade. That's when my mom let me go to school and come home alone. To go to my bus stop, she told me that I could go through the back door, which is through the sunroom. Sunroom is attached to the kitchen by a door with a window on top. One day, I was standing in the kitchen, ready to leave for school. I looked out the door, through the sunroom. There was a guy standing there, all in black with an odd hat on. I still remember it vividly. I ran back into my bedroom, called my mom, and she said, okay, you can stay home. (laughs) <laughs> so he didn't have to go to school that day. Oh. She believed that story. Yeah. Come on, What Mom. a cockamamie story. <laughs> cockamamie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't heard that. Like, I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> All right, guys. That, I've set up the episode for uh, today, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. We love you. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 1198 of Hillbilly Shorts. What's up, y'all? So we did some creepy stories yesterday, seen out windows, and we got a few more to do. So that's what today is. And who knows what tomorrow holds. Fine. Who's be peeping in our windows today? Before my parents decided to switch rooms with me, I was sleeping in the back room, which is a converted porch. I had a house, my very first house that I bought as an adult had a 
porch that was converted. A, well, it was actually when a porch, it was a garage mm-hmm. that had been converted into a bedroom. Very so, cool. So it didn't have the, it had a new front put on it and all that, but mm-hmm. originally it was a garage. Oh, that's awesome. Like Uncle Hardy's. I guess. I've only been there once. And I don't, oh. I don't think I went inside. Oh, what? No, I just dropped them. I dropped off um, uh, Rachel from the hospital that time. Oh, dude, it's like the ultimate man cave. It's awesome. All right. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody knows those Howard. <laughs> oh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> Anyways. Y'all love him if you knew him, though. Yes, you would. I was sleeping in a back room, which is converted porch with its own door to the backyard and windows on two sides of the room that reach from floor to ceiling. I would hear walking on the side in the back of the house a lot during the night, but I figured it was a stray cat or a skunk. Yeah, it's my first two things when I hear <laughs> walking outside, a stray cat or a skunk. Don't they have okay. raccoons there? Well, I don't know, but how much noise are they going to make? Come yeah, on, for real. Were they wearing boots? Yeah. Anyways, one morning, however, around 5 or 6 a.m., I woke up because I heard walking right outside my window. I knew it wasn't an animal, especially when... Through the faint morning light, I saw a person's head and shoulders move past my bedroom window. My parents told me it was just the wind, but I'm pretty sure the wind can't sodomize me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the wind can't grow a head. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I I can tell you from this story that neither one, anybody in that family has a good imagination. No. At all. That was it? That's the next, yeah, next time I hear somebody say, one of these ghost stories. Oh, they heard footsteps upstairs. Uh, you think it was a skunk? Yeah. <laughs> As a child, my bedroom window faced a big empty field. I, re- I very rarely bothered to close my window shades because there was never anyone out there. I would change in my room constantly without even thinking about the window. Then one day, I was getting dressed. I noticed a faint light. That's two stories in a row that said faint light. That's not the most common of phrases. Right, right. So I was getting dressed. I noticed a faint light from the usual dark field. I looked out the window, and there was a car parked, headlights on, about 100 feet away. As soon as I looked, the headlights turned off and drove away. It was in the field? Yes. There was no reason for this car to be parked in an empty field. I'm pretty sure I was being watched for who knows how long. Look, I don't care if there's an empty field behind you or not. You pull them daggone shades down. There could be a cow looking at you in the window. There could be a lot of things just staring at you and you wouldn't even know it. What? if it's an empty field, there probably aren't cows out there. Why? Because it's an empty field. She stressed that. Okay, an empty field? What? I mean, what do you think an empty field is? I mean, they can have things in it is what I'm trying to say. That wouldn't be empty then. It would have been a pasture with cows. She would, have, she would have mentioned cows. I'm okay, a cow couldn't just mosey on over onto the empty field? No, they usually are kept in pens or, or gates or something. Uh, have you ever heard of a cow getting loose? Well, now, now we're talking silliness. <laughs> My mom grew up in a small town in Mexico. Mexico? Yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh, oh, yeah. Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad and Bad. stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Everyone pretty much knows each other in this little small town. Around the time of these events, she was 10 years old. I don't know if it runs in the family, but at some time in our life, every single member of my family has experienced something paranormal. She lived in a small adobe house, a super small home for five of them, my grandparents, my uncle, my aunt, and my mom. The kitchen was located on the front part of the house, and the rooms were on the back. 
there was a wall that divided the kitchen from the rest of the house. There was a door inside the house, kind of how some hotel rooms have a door to get to the other room. Mm -hmm. They also had a window in one of the rooms so they could see to the kitchen. I hope this is all coming into play. Otherwise, we're just getting a good grand tour, virtual tour of the house. (laughs) The kids would sleep in one room while my grandparents in the other. Where my mom and my aunt and uncle would sleep was the room with the window. My mom tells me that at nighttime, they would hear the chairs from the kitchen being dragged all over and things on the table would get smacked off the table. On one occasion, the noises were very loud and it woke her and her siblings up. It was probably a cat. It's probably a skunk. It was a cat. They were curious to know what was making a noise, so they looked through the window and saw a small shadow dragging a chair across the room. She said they ran to the parents' room and slept the night there. The noises went on all night, she recalls. They believed it was their great-great-grandmother's dad that would mess around with them because he lived in that house before it was passed on to my grandma. Hmm, could have been. That's interesting. Yeah, you know how cats knock stuff off. It could have been a cat. I got the cat reference. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, guys, that wraps up for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, maybe. (laughs) 